Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the midweek service for Bright Temple. This is our Tuesday night live Bible study that where we share of God's word. And we pray that each of you who are listening will be blessed by what you shall hear on tonight. First of all, I want to encourage you to reach out to somebody else who might be interested in hearing our broadcast tonight. Why don't you go ahead and tag and share Uh, Tag someone in the comments, share this stream with someone else who might be encouraged by the word on tonight. We're going to be continuing in our series, Hey God, What's the Plan? Maybe there's someone in your life who you know might benefit from hearing from this topic as it relates to God's word. So go ahead and tag them in the comments, share this on your page, your social media page, share this in a group so that someone else may be encouraged of God. May I pray with you? Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this evening. Lord, we thank you for those who are listening. Lord, we thank you for your word which comes to guide us and to direct us in the way that you would have us to go. There may be someone who's listening tonight who has the very question of our topic, what's the plan? Lord, it seems like I'm drifting right now and I need to know what the plan is for my life. Specifically on tonight, Lord, we are discussing wherever we may be in the plan. Lord, what do I do right now? I'm not there yet. I'm trying to get to the place that you desire me to be, but I'm not there yet. Lord, what do I do right now where I am? Lord, allow your word to be a lamp into our feet and a light into our path as we grab hold of this destiny moment and allow your word to guide us into your truth. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. God bless you. We're going quickly to the word of the Lord tonight, and I pray that it is a blessing to you. We're sharing us. We're going to start by sharing from we have several scriptures we're going to be sharing from, but we're going to start here in the book of Isaiah, Isaiah 55, verse eight and nine. And the word of the Lord in Isaiah says, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways. My ways declares the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. What the word is saying here is that we don't always understand the direction that God is taking us. And for good reason, God sees much further ahead than we can. If we ought to want to use an analogy, you might ought to think of a place, a destination that you've been before and you're driving. But in the back seat, you have some passengers. They may be your children who've never been this place to this place before, who've never been this way. And all along the path, they're often asking the question that we often ask of God ourselves. Are we there yet? How far away we away from our destination? And we often ask that of God and our children may often ask that of us when we go on long trips, on long vacations. I have a older sons, but I have a young daughter who often asks that very question. Hey, dad, how close are we? Where, what does the GPS say in terms of how long it will take for us to arrive? How long will it take for us to get there? Where are we along the path towards our destination? And many times we ask the same thing of God. But the thing in that analogy, God is the parent and we are the child who's never been there before. God sees much further ahead than we do, and he knows exactly where he desires to take us. So although we don't have a full understanding, God is letting you know that I know where I'm going and 
Do you trust God? We say we trust God, but it's easier to trust God when you see the path that you're taking. But many times there will be times that you take turns along the way and you don't understand exactly where God is taking you. Lord, I, I was my, my plan was to finish college, but I didn't get to finish college. So where are you taking me along this path? Lord, I thought I'd be married by now, but I'm still single or I was married and I, it did not work out. Lord, where exactly are you taking me? You had a, a five year plan on your job, but then you lost the job and now you're searching for a new job. You're asking the question, Lord. Where are you taking me along the path? Where am I with regard to the proximity to my plan? How far away am I from my destination? And Lord, are we there yet? When am I going to arrive at the place of destiny that you have designed for me? And while I'm waiting, while I'm here, I'm not, I haven't arrived yet, but while I'm here where I am, what do I do? What do I do in the place where I am right now? Because many of us are so set in terms of how we're going to behave and how we're going to act once we get there. But the question is, what do you do in the meantime? How do you continue to live in between your, your manifestation and your, and, and your, and your destination? How do you live between what God has told you, the prophecy of where God has shown you, you will be, but but reconciling that with where you are right now. But one thing, and if I can say it in one word, you need to live. You need to live wherever you are right now. You need to live. You need to embrace the moment where you are. You need to embrace the people who are around you. You don't need to wait to expect to anticipate having joy in another place in another destination, but you ought to have joy where you are right now. I'm telling that to someone right now who's wondering, what do I do where I am now? What, how do I behave in the place where I am, even though I haven't arrived in my destiny? But in one word, I just want to tell you, wherever you are right now, you need to live, live, embrace life, embrace that moment, embrace the people in your life. They may not be there. They may only be there for a temporary time. They may be only be there for this leg of your journey and they might not go with you the whole way. So embrace them where you are, you are right now, because one day you'll miss them because they may not be a part of God's long term plan for your life. Embrace life. Embrace the people around you. Even embrace where you are along the path of your destiny. Sometimes we're so we're waiting to celebrating. We're holding it in until we get and arrive at the place where God desires to take us. But can I can I celebrate this moment? Can I celebrate where I am right now? You know how we we do that with other things. Why can't we do it with ourselves? You know, uh, we used to have high school graduations and college graduations, but now they have eighth grade graduations and sixth grade graduations and first grade graduations and kindergarten graduations. And you can argue the merits of that on your own time. What I'm wanting, what I'm wanting to say is that we've learned to celebrate moments along the way. We've learned to celebrate milestones along the path. And can you do that for your own self? I, I know they teach that when it comes to those who are recovering from addiction. I, I, I'm not I may not be free from alcohol, but I, this is my 30 day uh, portion. I, I've made it 60 days. I've made it 90 days. I've made it 180 days. Can I celebrate my 60 days before I get to a year? Can I celebrate my 90 days before I get to five years? 
why don't you celebrate the moment where you are right now, the place that you've arrived in your journey. And one thing about it, wherever you are right now, you're better off than you were before. I'm in a better place than I was before. And I just want to praise God before I arrive in the place of destiny. Can I praise God for how far he's brought me? And, and I'm going to trust just like the songwriter says, I don't believe he brought me this far to leave me. I'm trusting God to not just leave me on this place, this leg of my journey. But if he's promised me that he's going to take me there, I believe that he's going to take me all the way. Can you trust God where you are? Can you embrace the moment? Can you celebrate where you are right now? Can you live right now in this moment? Don't wait for another moment. You may not have another moment, but can you embrace and live in this moment? What do I do right now? Even when I have not arrived in one word, live, live, embrace that moment. Celebrate your small uh, celebrate those steps along the way. The Bible says, forsake not the day of small things. One day you may be greater. You might have greater, but you need to celebrate where you are right now and you need to just live. What else do I do? Not only should you live and celebrate those moments, but the Bible comes at us again and it, it reminds us that wherever you are and whatever you're doing, if we look in, in Genesis 39 and 4, it says Joseph. Remember the story of Joseph. Joseph went from had falling out of favor with his brothers and then he found himself thrown into a cistern and then his, his brothers took him out of the cistern, the deep hole, and then sold him in, in, as a slave into Egypt. Then he wound up in the house of Potiphar. And when he wound up in the house of Potiphar, the Bible says Joseph found favor in Potiphar's sight and attended to him and he made him overseer of his house and put him in charge of all that he had. That means that Joseph's favor went with him wherever Joseph was, his favor went with him. And I'm telling you now, your favor is not waiting on you in your final destination. Your favor is not waiting on you in the place of where you're going. But your favor is with you right now. God's favor is upon your life and it travels along with you no matter where you go. David says, my favor follows me everywhere. He said, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll fear no evil for thou art with me. Wherever I go, my favor follows me. It is there with me. So that's something else to celebrate that no matter where I am along the journey, I'm not there yet. So what do I do? I celebrate and appreciate that the favor of God is on my life, that God is with me in my trial, in my storm, even in my path that is leading to my place of destiny. God's favor is with me. So I live, I celebrate the moment and I am encouraged by the fact that God's favor is yet with me. And whatever you do, you're in this place of destiny. What, whatever you do right now, I'm not, again, the question is, I'm not there yet. So what do I do? Whatever you do, do it with excellence. The Bible says in Colossians 3 and 23, it says, whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for men. Then first Corinthians 10 and 31 says it this way. It says, so whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. I'm not there yet. I'm still in transit. I'm still going and I'm still headed to my place of destiny. But wherever you are right now, you ought to live, perform and work with excellence. You might not be doing the job that you desire to do, but whatever you're doing, 
do it with excellence. You might not be amongst the people that you ultimately would be with, but treat all the people around you excellent. Treat them with love and respect and embrace them just as much as you would embrace that group you desire to be around because God is watching you. And maybe my lack of promotion is because I am not performing with excellence on the level where I am right now. Maybe my lack of promotion is due to me not performing with excellence on the level where I am right now. Again, forsake not the day of small things. Don't wait to be big, to be great. You can be great right where you are. There are so many small people that I know in my life who are great. People that you don't know, people that may not have uh, had big titles, people that are not world renowned and they think they're small town, small time people, but they work with excellence. They perform with excellence. In fact, why don't you think of that right now? The people in your life that maybe nobody else knows, but they always work with excellence on their level and, and you can appreciate how good they are at what they do. I'm going to call out one of my brothers right now because I'm just thinking about him in um, in ecumenical service when we have service for our jurisdiction and uh, when things are being put together for our bishops and our elders and our pastors before he was ever a pastor. He's a pastor now, but before he was ever a pastor and he was just an elder, he would always serve with excellence. And that's my brother, Pastor Antonio Buckley. But when he was an elder, he always served with excellence. I noticed how he served. Some of you know the the great the late great Bishop Gilbert Earl Patterson, but he he served him with excellence and attended to him with excellence. And whenever he did anything, you could tell that he did it with an astute eye and with a mind, and he was doing his very best, even though many people never saw him or even knew or to give him credit for what he did. But he always did that with excellence. Who do you know that works with excellence behind the scenes in your life? I also like to call out my wife. My wife is this, does the same thing. She stands behind the scenes and there are so many things she does at our church and many people don't even know what she does. But just behind the scenes, she's not looking for accolades or anything. And many people don't even she doesn't even draw attention to what she does. But many times she's cleaning. She's working with the media, our social media. She's working with our cameras and with our broadcast and with our streaming. And uh, she's helping with the choir and the music and the selections. And and just putting things together and she doesn't ask or draw attention and she probably would prefer I'd not even say what I'm saying tonight but she works behind the scenes and she works with excellence she has a keen mind as to what the product should look like and when she does it she's not doing it for me she's not doing it for our church she's doing it as unto the Lord and that's the key to excellent service. You're not looking for accolades from men. You're not looking for people to, to reward you along the way for every single thing you do, but rather you're rendering your service unto God. And because you're giving it unto him, you want to make sure that you perform with excellence. Be excellent where you are. What do I do? I'm not there yet. What do I do right now? Be excellent where you are. Be excellent. You might be on the lowest rung of your of your company, but be excellent right there. You may not you may have just started your your collegiate journey or your educational journey or, or you're getting a, learning a trade. You might be on the bottom rung of that ladder, but don't worry about that. Be excellent right there where you are. 
in your financial situation, you might be wanting to change some things. You might be wanting to invest and you can't invest as much money now as you desire to in the future. But be excellent with where you are right now. Invest that money. Be a good steward over the amount of money that you have and God can trust you with greater things on whatever level you find yourself right now. I challenge you. That's what the word says to be excellent. And whatever you do, do it as unto the Lord and not as unto men. And one thing I'll tell you about that, you'll never be disappointed when you do it to the Lord. Because when you do it to men, I'll tell you sometimes this is what happens. You do it for men and then you wait on them to recognize you. And when they don't, then you're disappointed. Men, it's our, it's our, it's our natural tendency as human beings that we disappoint people. We fall short. We don't always remember to give people credit or accolades or we don't reward them in every turn. And when we fail to do that, that's just part of our humanity. And oftentimes we forgive ourselves. But when you do that and you serve with excellence for people, they might come up short. I know someone is at their job right now and you're doing the very best that you can, but you don't feel appreciated where you are. Don't worry, because when others don't see you, God sees you. And it's not just that person, your supervisor that wants you to do great work. It's God himself who has said in his word, whatever you do, do it as unto the Lord. And when you do it as unto him, you'll never be disappointed because God, he will never fail you. Let's go back to the word. The word says, so whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. And if you do that, I know that you will never be disappointed. One final thing as we tie this in to Joseph and I'm finished. We talked about God's ways are above our ways. His thoughts are above our thoughts. We cannot see far enough along the path to understand where God is taking us. And we certainly don't understand where we are right now in the journey. But what did I tell you to do right where you are? I'm not there yet, but what do you do? I told you to live. I told you to embrace the moment. Celebrate your small, your small milestones. And wherever, whatever place you find yourself working, work with excellence. And while you're working with excellence, offer your service, not as unto men, but offer it as unto the Lord. So now we talked about people sometimes unintentionally forgetting you, unintentionally not giving you the recognition that you deserve. That happens. But then you know what else happens? Sometimes people intentionally misuse you. People intentionally misuse you. And, some, and you might be in that place right now. And you're like, what do I do now? I'm in a place where I'm doing my very best. I'm offering my best service. But people are intentionally misusing me. Do I keep working with excellence? My word to you is yes. Keep working with excellence. And can I give you this scripture to encourage you? It comes again from the story of Joseph. The Bible says in Genesis 50 and 20, Joseph was speaking to his brothers who had done him so wrong. And he said to them, as for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good to bring it about that many people should be kept alive as they are today. Notice what Joseph is saying here in the text. He's saying you intentionally, not accidentally, you didn't forget me, but you intentionally did me wrong. But he said, it's still all right because my life is not in your hands. My life is in God's hands. And he said, you meant it for my evil, but God meant it 
for my good. God knew that Joseph's destiny was in Egypt, that he had a great plan for him in Egypt. But how did he get him there? He used the jealousy of his brothers to send him on a trip to arrive at the place where his destiny was awaiting him. Don't shoo away all the people that you don't like in your life because you never know how they may be literally playing a part in you reaching that place of destiny that God has designed for you. The psalmist put it this way. He said, he'll make your enemy your footstool. He means that that means he'll make those who work against you productive in you reaching the place that God has designed for you. And finally, I leave you with this scripture and we know that all things work together for the good of them that love the Lord and to them who are the called according to his purpose. I'm not there yet, but what do I do right now? Live, embrace the moment, celebrate your small milestones, live with expectation and faith, perform with excellence in anything you do, work with excellence. Offer your service not unto men, but offer it unto the Lord. Men will disappoint you, but God will never disappoint you. And even when people intentionally try to do you wrong, remember this scripture. Joseph put it this way. He said, you meant it for evil, but God meant it for good. The word later says, we know that all things work together for the good of them that love the Lord to them who are called according to his purpose. It also says that no weapon which is formed against you shall prosper. God is making all things work together for your good. May I pray with you? Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this word of encouragement and advice to remind us that even when we have not reached our destination and we're feeling discouraged along the path, that you are yet with us. You yet have a plan for us. We don't have to wait to live. We don't have to wait to celebrate. We can give you glory and praise right now. The songwriter said, I don't have to wait till the battle is over, but I can shout right now. Why? Because we already know that we have the victory through Christ Jesus. Thanks be unto God who has already given us the victory. Lord, allow us to walk in victory even while we're waiting to arrive at our destination and the place of destiny that you have designed for each and every one of us. And I pray all of these things in our precious son, Jesus name. Amen. And God bless you. I pray that you were encouraged and blessed by what you heard on tonight. I pray that wherever you are along your path, that you know that you're not by yourself, but yet God, he's yet with you. He's standing right there with you and that he is making a way for you. Even when you don't see it again, his ways are above our ways. And his thoughts are about our, above our thoughts. And even when we don't see it, I thank God he's still working it out for our good. May you be blessed on this evening. I hope and pray that each of you were touched and inspired by our service today. If you wish to partner with us, you can do so by Give a Fire. Download the app on Apple Store or Google Play and search for Bright Temple. If you wish to partner with us on Cash App, just look for Bright Temple in the two line. And in the four line, tell us the purpose of your gift. If you would rather mail your gift, you can mail us at 
Bright Temple, Post Office Box 453, Shelbyville, Tennessee, 37162. Thanks in advance for your generosity, and we pray God's blessings on you and your gift.